0: Ladies and gents, welcome back to a very special Christmas edition of the Moyes Health Podcast. This one all focused around the season that lies ahead of us and taking us back to the roots of the podcast. Because in spite of the fact that this particular show, if you will focuses a lot around psychology and of course in this podcast now it's going to be a heavy element of it it all stems from my experience as a fat loss coach and obviously yes there's a lot of stuff that stems from my experience as a man and a father etc and all that stuff is still yet to come because there are plenty of episodes that I have already penned that will be coming to you between now and of course The beginning of 2022 so there's lots of stuff still to come it has been quiet the last few weeks just tumultuous circumstances left right and center of which i will not bore you with but my apologies once again for the inconsistency not the plan but anyways i probably shouldn't draw attention to it probably should just get on with it which is what i'm going to do with this episode so welcome to surviving christmas now i've always hated when i've seen terms or I guess, well, not just podcast, but anything situated around that particular title, uh, which incidentally is kind of one of the reasons that I chose it, weirdly enough. Because surviving Christmas sounds like such a detrimental thing, like, oh, you've got to get through it, get through it. But the whole point of this time of year, particularly after the way that we all spent Christmas 2020, is to be around the people you love, to make memories, to smile, to laugh, and to just experience. It's not about the presents, really, is it? Not really, apart from the kids. But even then, it's not really about the presents. It's about seeing the look on their face and seeing the enjoyment and the magic of it. Chris, You know, Christmas is what Christmas is because of children. And, of course, you've got the food, uh, which brings me quite nicely on to what this whole episode is all about. Now, you may very well have had a rocky 2021 when it comes to your physical fat loss progression. You may have had a great 2021, but either way, this season is what's going to set you up for the beginning of 2022. Because how the next few days go of December or how December goes as a whole or has gone thus far as a whole will potentially dictate what you spend the majority of the beginning of next year doing. Case in point, if you spend December going with the mentality of it's Christmas and you've absolutely kicked the ass out of the season, then chances are you've gained a substantial amount of body fat. Now, it's not that Christmas is solely to blame to the potentially high body fat position you found yourself in in the first place. It's a loss of control, a lack of good habits, etc. over the course of the year and undulating circumstances when it comes to periods of excess calories, you know. If you're in a calorie surplus the majority of the time, you'll gain body fat and that's what happens with people over the course of a year. We don't wake up uber overweight the next day. Happens over time, but periods like Christmas and seasons throughout the year can really add to that body fat very quickly. So, in other words, majority of the year you spend a lot of time subtly gaining, and then these periods are big whams of higher calories that we don't really do anything about. Now, chances are if you're listening to this, it's because you actually want to do something different, you want to make a change in your life, which will ultimately lead to more doors being opened in terms of your capability, in terms of your experience. Ultimately, that's kind of what fat loss and the transformation associated with it is all about. It's all about experience. Going forwards into life, being able to do more things and experience more things and feel more things, to be more confident to do those things. So this podcast is all about taking a open-minded but pragmatic approach to Christmas, because it should be a season that's indulged, not overindulged. It should be a season where you enjoy, where you embrace, where you relax, where you enjoy the R&R, because trust me, from experience, anybody that tries to navigate Christmas because they are so damn focused on their fat loss goal, and they therefore sideline the special days, they sideline the additional calories, it will rear its head in January. But also if you go to the opposite end of the spectrum and you kick the ass out of December, you're going to spend the majority of January and February working off the body fat that you gained in December. So therefore, your ability to make progress isn't actually going to start until March. because Dece- if, And that's if you have a really effective January and February. And so if you're not really making progress until March, then you're about to enter the summer season the season of which most people focus on fat loss because we're wearing less clothes, we're more aware of potentially our bodies showing our bad habits in relation to food and movement. And therefore, you've got to think about it that if you're only kicking off with your goal properly to make progress, not just undo what December did, and you're not properly kicking off until March, then around the April time, heading into May is when you're really going to be considering the physique you've got Going into a period where it gets a lot warmer, and like I said, what you have done, etc., or not done in the case may be, is more obvious. So, if you kick the arse out of every December, the net result of it is you actually only get eight weeks of progress from around March time until maybe the end of April, if you're focused, consistent, disciplined, etc., and then May comes around, the warmer weather hits, and all of a sudden that progress needs to be revealed. It's, it's kind of too late, unless, of course, you do what a lot of people do, which is cover yourself up and absolutely sweat your ass off over the fest, the, the summer period, not festive period, summer period, uh, and because the progress hasn't been made. So ultimately, Christmas can be your downfall when it comes to the period of the year where you really want to feel your best. We're all in, you know, baggier clothes at the moment. I'm sat here in a hoodie right now. Any rolls or any kind of excess body fat I've gained is not necessarily the most obvious. I don't have my arms out. I don't have my stomach out. There's not a lot of skin on show, so it's quite hideable. Bad English there, but bear with me. However, in the summer, unless you want to be very uncomfortable, it's not. So first and foremost, my advice to you, probably if you're listening to this, is already something you've thought about and have begun. Don't allow the Christmas indulgence to be an overindulgence and don't allow the Christmas indulgence to be all of December. All of December, for the majority of people these days, is Christmas. December is Christmas. But Christmas doesn't have to be about excess food. There's so much more to Christmas that in actual fact, it's pretty much an insult to Christmas if you only consider it to be Extra food, extra calories, extra drinking, extra booze, etc. Because there's so much more to Christmas than that. And there's so much more to Christmas spirit than that. But I'm well aware that there needs to be some balance. Because there is periods of enjoyment within December which are indulgences. Christmas parties, for example, have been able to happen this year. So there's been some excesses there. Christmas Day, of course, is a day where nobody wants to be in control, and I, for one, will not be in control on Christmas Day, nor would I advocate for you guys to be, because it's Christmas Day, for fuck's sake. Now, the festive period, though, is, is very ambiguous when it comes to how people approach it. Everybody has a different approach to Christmas and that approach changes from year to year, particularly in relationships because you've got two families and therefore there are usually two sides to the coin and lots and lots of different people you either need to visit or entertain. So for some people, going forwards into the Christmas period is all about the special days. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day and then of course New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Those are the days which have special names. And so ultimately, a few years back, I came up with something called the special day diet, where essentially you stay in control for all of the days that don't have a special name. By the way, bank holidays don't count. However, on the days that have a special name, you allow yourself to relax. You indulge, maybe don't necessarily keep a a super close eye on your calories. The net result of that, you come out of the festive period, no real damage done. You indulge, like I said, on the special days, and you stay in control, maybe even in a deficit of the goal is fat loss, on or even even if not the goal is fat loss, to try and claw back some of the calories to balance the books, if you will, especially if you've overindulged uh, on the days in between. However, this doesn't necessarily work for everybody, because I'm well aware some of you out there may have people staying over Christmas, and therefore Christmas may not just be 24, 25, 26. It could be 27, 28. So... For me to sit here and go, this is what you must do on these specific days would be a false prophecy. It's probably not the right terminology, but I'm going to use it. What I would rather do is give you guys a framework of which to approach your festive season. And the underlying goal of that framework is keeping you in control. Because if you've already begun your journeys, or even if you're looking to start them or are kind of using this season as a kind of a springboard, then control needs to form the basis of what you're doing. Not obsession, but control. We need to make sure that we're beginning to be aware of the calories we're consuming, aware of the movement that we're doing, and just change that equation, which for so long has been biased towards a surplus of calories and not enough movement. So going forwards into the festive period, if you've already begun being mindful of your calories, be it monitoring them through tracking apps or whatever, then these are habits which you really, really don't want to lose momentum with. Because for a habit to really take hold, you've got to be doing it for multiple days, multiple weeks. There's numbers thrown around, 28 days, 60 days, 90 days, two weeks. It's it's different for every individual. From experience, I can tell you it's different for every individual. But the key thing here is momentum. If you've already begun building that momentum as far as your habits are concerned around mindfulness of caloric intake and mindfulness of caloric burn and movement and exercise, of course, then you don't want Christmas to derail it. I've spoken to you guys previously that as I love going to the gym. I love looking after myself in that way. However if i miss the gym two days in a row i lose momentum so i know with myself to protect that momentum i need to make sure i don't miss more than one day in a row that's just an example again all of you guys are going to be different but it is important to protect those habits because those are the habits that are going to serve us in between christmas and new year but they're also the habits that are going to serve us going forwards into january as I said previously, do you want to spend the majority of the the start of the year, the first quarter of the year, burning off the excess in December? Or do you want to be making progress? And this is the thing. I'm not the Grinch when it comes to Christmas. I love Christmas and I love the food that's associated with Christmas too. But we do need to pull ourselves back and just have a little bit of common sense to recognize that if you're not necessarily a person of control and a person of mindfulness, surrounding movement and calories, then Christmas is going to be a more damaging time for you, which is going to make you feel less confident and worse than it is better. You're going to get these peaks. You're going to enjoy yourself, of course. And I am an advocate for enjoying yourself in moderation, in control. However, don't spend the rest of the year feeling like shit because of the person that you want to be and then go forwards into Christmas and just forget all of those feelings, make them worse and then come out of Christmas, like I said, having even more work to do, a bigger mountain to climb. So if I'm not gonna sit here and tell you what days to indulge in calories or what approach to take with regards to the specifics of it, then what am I gonna tell you to do? Well, I've got four bullet points written in front of me which I feel are the general foundation for the Christmas period. The first, the goal. Two, the approach. Three, the measures. And four, concerns. Going forwards into the week ahead, and as I record this, it is Thursday the 23rd. So Christmas Eve is tomorrow. My approach for you over the next few days or over the festive period, which let's face it doesn't really end until the 2nd of January, is firstly, What is the desired outcome of this festive period? And I guess alongside desired, we should also put the word realistic. Know yourself. Look back on previous festive seasons and know what your tendencies tend to be. How do you approach the tubs of celebrations and quality street? How do you approach the festive days? What is your default Christmas? And make sure that the outcome that you have in the sense of, am I going to stay the same? Am I going to strive to reduce my body fat, being a deficit as an average for the season? Or am I going to be happy to gain a little bit? Make sure you've got a clear view of what outcome you will be happy with as you go forth from the 2nd of January. Because we don't want to be unrealistic and go, yeah, I'm going to go through Christmas, I'm going to be in a calorie deficit and jobs are good. And because then you might end up depriving yourself of Christmas. And as I said, it will rear its ugly head in January if you don't enjoy the season. So we need to be realistic there. A deficit is very possible. Maybe not a substantial one, but it is very possible. Are you perhaps going to go forwards into the festive season and go, I'm going to enjoy myself. Although my goal is fat loss, I'm just looking to maintain over this period. I'm not going to allow myself to go into a calorie surplus. I'm going to control myself, but I'm happy for everything to stay stable and just to hit pause for the next 10 days or so before I then go forwards into January and really focus on progression there afterwards. I don't want a bigger mountain to climb, but I'm happy with the current mountain I've got and I'll pause and I'll pick it up in January. Well, finally you might go into the festive period you might have people staying you might have a really busy christmas and you know you may be coming off the back of feeling very much like you missed out last year and so your approach may be no i am going into christmas with the mindset of case whatever will be will be and i will go forwards into january with whatever gain i end up having because you've really 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 got to kick the ass out of it to come out of the festive week with a big old calorie surplus to claw back. You've got to literally be knocking on the door of three, 4,000 calories plus every day to have a severely detrimented amount to burn off in, uh, in January and February. But again, you might be happy with that approach. You might be like, you know what? Christmas is what it is. I'll spend the whole of January, February burning it off and I'm happy with that. But again, go back to what I said previously, Is that genuinely what you're gonna be happy with? And again, this is where the realism comes in. We need to be honest with ourselves and not get caught up in the emotions and the euphoria of the festivities. And we need to be honest and go, whoa, just control yourself for a second. Think about it. Think about how you felt in January's of old. How do you wanna approach this Christmas where you can enjoy it, you can indulge, tick every box you wanna tick, but not fuck yourself over going forwards into January. You could liken it to, I don't know, going into an American mall for the first time in your life with your credit card and going, oh my God, this is a one-time thing. We're going home in a few days. I want to indulge. I want to literally buy the things I want to buy. I'll deal with the problem later. And so you whack thousands of pounds on your credit card. You come home, reality hits, and you're like, fuck, now I've got to pay it off. There is consequence, folks, to your actions. So therefore, we need to consider the consequence when we're making the approach of what is the goal going to be. Once we've got a clear-cut mind of am I going to lose, maintain or gain and obviously a rough idea of what that looks like, you know, if you're going to gain, what's the idea we're going to gain a little bit or we're going to go whatever I gain is whatever I gain. That could be fucking 10 pounds if you really go for it. We need to then solidify the approach. What are we going to do over Christmas as far as the festive days? What are we are going to do between Christmas and New Year? And as I said previously, this is not just about the calories that you're consuming. This is not just about the movement of which you're doing as far as day-to-day and steps, etc. but also about your exercise too. Oh, you, you know, if you're an exerciser like myself, what kind of structure are you going to have over Christmas to make sure that your exercise stays part of your life? At the end of the day that is something that shouldn't be disturbed by Christmas. Of course, there's closures, etc., for certain facilities, maybe classes that you attend may not be going ahead, but that isn't to say that you can't still keep some control. Myself, personally, I'm still keeping a class on in Christmas week because A, I'm taking a bit of time off, but I still want the class to go ahead because I still wanna give people an opportunity to not lose their habits. Otherwise, we'll be looking at best part of 10 days, gaps between classes, and I'm not happy with that. I want to make sure that people have got that little checkpoint just to keep themselves mindful. And that's actually a quite a nice segue to lead me forwards into number three, which is the control measures. So firstly, the approach is what is your approach to the Christmas season? In terms of we've got our goal, what approach are we going to take to make sure that that goal is controlled before we bring in number three, which is the control measures? The actual specifics of how we're going to do it. So, this is your tracking. Are you going to track your calories? And if so, on what days are you going to do so and not do so? Are you going to track Christmas Day? Really hope you're not. But what about Boxing Day? What about Christmas Eve? What about 27 to 30? I personally would recommend tracking those days if they're pretty normal for you. Keep that habit going. Because, again, from experience, one of the biggest areas that I see people lose their momentum is with using apps like MyFitnessPal and NutriCheck. These apps are phenomenal. They are the easiest way of achieving your goal. Yet so many people go, oh, it's just laborious. I don't want to do it. Like, it's such a pain in the ass. And these are the same people that spend hours on Facebook and Instagram or TikTok every day. But also, go back to the days of old. Remember when you used to reduce your body fat or aim to reduce it? You had to cut the carbs or the takeaways or the, the wine or all the fun stuff, the chocolate. Nowadays, all you've got to do is open a fucking app, which is right next to the app that you're going to open anyway. My point is that the habit of tracking, and the reason why people go, oh, it's laborious, is because they haven't eloped it as part of their life. They haven't begun tracking their calories and taking an approach which they can actually stick to. I know I need to track, I know I need to be mindful because tracking makes me more aware and it means that I can maximize my usage of calories. So therefore, over the festive period, what am I gonna do with my tracking to ensure that I can stay focused and stay mindful about what I'm doing, because these apps are very good at helping me do that, but also not feel restricted about the festive season. So I guess, perfect opportunity to outline my approach, my approach. Christmas Eve, still tracking. Christmas Day, Boxing Day, nope. 27 to 30, still tracking. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not really a Christmas Eve, Christmas Day kind of person. Oh, sorry. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day kind of person. Slip of the tongue, yeah. So I'm probably still going to track those days. We have a tradition of a takeaway on Christmas, uh, on New Year's Eve. So again, that bridge will be crossed when we get a little bit closer to it. I'm leaving that kind of night a little bit ambiguous at this moment in time. But you know what? It's not the end of the world one night, so I'm not that fussed. But then my current position with my health is different to a lot of you. You know, a lot of you, if you're striving to make progress and you don't want to lose time you may not be in a position where you've got that ability to be that flexible because time may be of the essence but again it all depends on you where you currently are and your attitude to the season so as i said we have the goal the desired outcome of the season we have the approach of which we're going to take with high calories low calories and then of course we have the control measures that we're going to keep in place the specific exercise we are going to do, the tracking or not tracking, all of these things. These podcasts could form part of it as well. My class on Thursday 30th, if you're local to my area, could form part of it too. These are the control measures. What are you going to do to make sure you stick to that approach and to make sure that goal happens? If your approaches aren't oh, going to undulate calories, high calories on the festive days, low calories on the days that don't have a festive name, like I said, the special day diet previously then what control measures are you going to use to make sure that happens? Because it's all very well and good going, yeah, I'm gonna have high calorie days and I'm gonna have low calorie days on the, uh, the days in between, but how are you going to be actually accountable to that? How are you going to ensure that that approach, that plan of action actually comes to fruition? How are you gonna stay accountable to it? And what control measures are you going to use to ensure that that is the case? And finally... That brings me on to number four, areas of concern. Now this comes from experience, not just your experience from previous festivities, but also your experience in the programs that you've potentially done so far. How October went, November went, Christ, even earlier on than that. What are your areas of concern when it comes to the festive season? Because if, for example, one of your areas of concern is losing momentum and struggling to get focused again on the 27th, then this is where additional steps could be brought in to help with that. This is where, for example, these podcasts could come into play. It's where, for example, you could schedule some exercise to make sure there's a clear cutoff point. You could have a rule in your house in terms of leftover food. It must be done and dusted by the 27th or 28th to ensure that there isn't a load of goodies which you can overindulge in because that tends to be, you know, a big issue year on year. Loads and loads of additional food left around. You don't want to waste it. So the attitude is, well, we better eat it then. What about, you know, the meals in between those days? If you leave things relatively free, you might end up with the shittest diet in between Christmas and New Year's. It might be a good approach to just look at those days and go, right, have I got stuff in the freezer ready or you know, stuff in the fridge ready to ensure that I've got good quality lunches and dinners but on the days in between? We tend to get so wrapped up in Christmas and getting in the pigs in blankets and the turkey and all that jazz that we completely forget about the other meals that need to happen, the lunches and all that stuff. So, Taking a open-minded and, like I said, a pragmatic approach today or tomorrow. Make sure you've got some shopping done. Make sure you've got yourself set up for success. And that's it. Yes, it's vague. There's no real specifics in there from me, but you're all adults. You don't need me to fucking spoon feed you. My job is to lead you to the water and it's up to you whether you choose to drink it or bathe in it. It's up to you about the way you approach your individual festive season because Christmas is a very personal thing. It's all down to your preference, your experiences, your history with the season, the way you were brought up. Christmas means a million and one different things to a million and one different people. So it's not my place to sit here and tell you the exact way that you should approach it. But I will say this to close out this podcast. Control is what's important. Don't lose yourself in the season. It's vital that you don't lose ground on what you've done so far, unless, of course, you're happy to do so. It's vital that you approach this Christmas with an open mind as to how you'll approach future Christmases. Don't go extreme with your deprivation of the season because it will rear its ugly head. But most importantly, approach this Christmas in the way that you want future Christmases to be. You want to come out of the season feeling good, yeah? having enjoyed yourself and indulged from time to time because Lord knows you should. Lord knows it's been one hell of a year. And Lord knows after last Christmas, it's very much open to a little bit of extra enjoyment. Just don't lose yourself in the season. Your body, the goals you have, they will all still be there when the season is done and dusted. So embrace Christmas, embrace the people around you and embrace the festivities. But keep one eye on the work that needs to be done. Don't screw your future over just for the sake of rolling with emotions. You can enjoy Christmas and stay in control without being detrimented in either area. And that is the Holy Grail come out of Christmas with no additional work to do having fully enjoyed and embraced the season and ready to get focused on your goals in 2022. So folks thank you thank you for your time as always remember over the festive period to accept the things of which you cannot control to have the courage to change the things of which you can and the wisdom to know the difference you will achieve what you organize and plan for So make sure that today and tomorrow, just get your ducks in a row. Make sure that you've got a clear and open mind as to the outcome of the season to ensure that it's realistic, but it's controlled. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Have an absolutely fantastic Christmas and New Year with your families. Enjoy, embrace that time, make memories, put your fucking phones down and really just enjoy people, but of course, do it safely. I'll see you in 2022. Thank you for all of your support with these podcasts this year. And if there's anything that you want to add to them, topics, or you know, if you guys want to leave me a review, it always goes down well on iTunes. Head on over, leave a review on there. Or like I said, drop me a uh, an Instagram, drop me a DM, at Chris Moyes. You'll find me on there. I'm always curious to hear your feedback on these podcasts. Merry Christmas, folks. Toodles.